0: Welcome to the Podcasters Club, my name is Joey and with me as always is the delicious George bada, bada, bada. And today we're going to talk about some movies Today, we're going to talk about some movie news before we talk about the movies we watched. And, uh, well, one of the things that I want to mention um, that we haven't talked about is that Paramount Plus is a thing now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much of a, like, uh, w- what would you call it, like, mm, copycat? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're they like, hmm, Disney Plus is doing well. Let me do Paramount Plus. What's going to be their original co- content? Like,
1: well, Nothing. Wait. Paramount oh. Plus is actually CBS All Access. Oh. CBS All Access changed their name to Paramount Plus because Paramount ended up buying them out or something like that, oh, and wow. they changed it to that to that brand now.
0: You see what they have? Like they have like Nickelodeon. They have CBS. Yeah. And they're ooh. gonna have sports too, yeah. which honestly kind of makes me lean like, oh, I kind of want it. Well, but. it's because
1: it's like CBS. Plus, all the extra stuff. Like, it's weird because, like, CBS All Access has a majority of these things. They have the sports, mm-hmm. they have the Nickelodeon stuff, and they have all the CBS, like, unique shows like Star Trek Discovery and Picard. So, I'm assuming they're investing more money, but actually, I completely forgot that this happened this week yeah. with Paramount Plus, but we'll just stick with the joke first. I find it funny that they're just kind of going along with this plus. Also, <laughs> isn't there also like Hulu Live Plus TV? Or like, and they but also that, added a plus
0: but that's always been like plus that that's oh, it's always been hulu plus the uh, live sports plus okay, this, so it's before just, disney so it's
1: it's not a plus it's more like an and type of thing yeah okay. it's
0: always been like and this <laughs> like and HB, plus hbo yeah like, like hulu plus thing, hbo not
1: like i get i get why they're trying to do it i honestly like the name cbs all access it was unique mm-hmm. i don't know why you change it like i'll be honest with you i don't think anybody knows who the Goddamn, it is paramount at this point like no one cares like yeah. like if i mentioned unistar does Ooh. anyone know who unistar is
0: uh obviously yes the, that's uh actually i don't know yeah,
1: you do. <laughs> it's the it's the pegasus flying in the oh beginning. you serious yeah that's unistar
0: man that's way better
1: <laughs> yeah like that was a cool intro like paramount's cool ironically yeah. paramount made both uh coming to america's Oh no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was kinda funny that you brought it up because they made it. I was oh, gonna make duh. a joke about it today too. Um, oh, but the unique news about that whole Paramount Plus uh uh-huh. is did you hear one of the most important things about this?
0: It's free? It's not free. Oh okay. Go but ahead. I'm
1: going I'm probably well Eva has it, but I'm gonna continue paying for it, I think, regardless. Uh-huh. Because uh because they own Nickelodeon, uh huh, Nickelodeon and Paramount have decided that they're gonna make they're gonna make a new studio devoted to Avatar.
0: Really? A whole studio just for Avatar? Just for Avatar. What about the Netflix show?
1: The Netflix show is still going to happen. So they're still making that live action thing. But uh, Steve Steve and Dan, like Martino, the two creators of Avatar. Uh We're talking about The Last Airbender. We're not talking about James Cameron's Avatar. Oh! (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Right? So the good Avatar. (laughs) So uh, they are a part of it. Because ah. they left the Netflix series, I don't know if you knew that. No. Yeah, they took off because of really? creative, like extreme creative differences. Like supposedly, wow. rumors came out saying that like they were trying to make the the live action series into Game of Thrones adult sexual themes with the characters originally. Nice. And I'm like, okay. I mean, maybe I go. Out. I I'm still gonna watch it regardless. I mean,
0: you make them a little older. I mean, what, how old were they? Like ten? Maybe. They
1: were a, I think Ang was ten. And then Katara was 11 or 12. Yeah. And then... Uh, damn, I can't think of his name. What's a brother's name? Osaka. Osaka was uh, freaking Not 14. Osaka. It's Saka. Saka. You're right. Yeah, Saka. I got <laughs> confused with Osaka. <laughs> oh, Osaka. O- Osaka from Japan. That's yeah. why I got that in my head. But yeah, like it was just a weird... Cool. I
0: mean, you could, if you add like six... No... Eight years to each one?
1: Maybe. Yeah, like it, it even can kind six, because it's
0: like back in the old age. Because I mean, people don't know this. Uh, Jon Snow was like 14.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, or 14,
0: 15, and then like he probably got up to like 18 towards the end of the series.
1: And it's like, yeah, you age the characters up so that everything happening can kind of quote unquote be aired on TV and people can watch it. And yeah, I yeah. get that. Like, I understand that that's the world we live in and that's like how we want to do yeah. things. But like, hey, if, if Steve and Dan, I think, are their names don't want to be a part of it. Dimitri? I can't remember. I'm like stuck on these names. But if they don't want to be a part of it and they're like, hey, look, you, you've you already bought the rights so we can't tell you no so mm-hmm. we're going to walk away. But like this whole Paramount thing is they're yeah. they they get, they're given creative control. So,
0: S- so Steve and Dan, mm-hmm. they're the ones that wanted to make it kind of sexualized.
1: No. Oh, oh Netflix, Netflix did. did. Yeah. yeah, Netflix. Because you know how Netflix is. They want to make mm-hmm. it a little bit more mature. Like they got Stranger Things. They got all these other shows that are yeah. like extremely like adult themed i guess yeah and i understand it like i i get the the allure of it especially with like something that we've already seen Mm -hmm. why would we regurgitate the same thing but in live action Mm. so i get trying to make its own like thing but i'm more excited now about this whole paramount thing because that means that we have more avatar stuff and i know that's a tv show but the first thing that is coming out that they've said is it's going to be a movie
0: Mm. and and i
1: think and from what I understand, it's supposed to. They haven't really discussed, but there's a lot of rumors about being it being adult ang. Really. Yeah. So
0: and, it's like the in between.
1: Yeah. So oh, okay. in between that and Korra, and then supposedly they're gonna do more like series and more stuff. There's a lot of rumors going around, and there's like a huge following on the internet about people wanting to see, uh, oh, damn, what's her name, the earth avatar.
0: Oh um, oh my god, Toph. Oh. What were you going to say? You said Earthbending Avatar, now that I realize. I thought you said just Earthbender. I said Toph. Tough. Uh, Toph.
1: No, they're going to make a... They are supposed. They might make a Kyoshi series. Oh. And if you know anything about Kyoshi, the girl lived to be, like, 400 years old.
0: And she oh, just, like, fuck.
1: destroyed everything. And she was... Uh, I believe she was LGBT. So she was a lesbian. And, like, her story's insane with how much crazy stuff she was. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm, like, excited. Like, I'm glad that there's another... There isn't enough. That's the same. Like, they're changing names, I guess. Yeah. But, like, it's cool. I'm glad that they're doing something with it. It
0: opens it up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Like, Nickelodeon is doing more things. Like, bringing back, like, a bunch of old TV shows, like iCarly and yeah. stuff like that.
0: What? iCarly's <sighs> well, coming back? Yeah. Nah. Everyone, I heard there's going to be a reunion show, but it's not a real reunion. Jenna McCurdy's not going to go on. Yeah. That.
1: She's done with acting. Yeah. I mean, she directed something a few years back, I think a year or two back. Mm. But I didn't watch her. <laughs> i
0: don't think anybody did uh, probably uh,
1: not. it was an indie thing but it
0: sucks to suck yeah you know what i've been getting also like a lot like like the whole uh amber heard not no longer being on aquaman 2
1: i was wrong it was michael dante DiMartino and brian kenzin kenzik <laughs> yeah but okay yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's gonna be you're gonna be tossing turning all night I um no no but yeah i've been getting a lot of like notifications because I got like movie news myself mm-hmm. and then like I regurgitated back but a lot of it was like oh Amber Heard no longer part of Aquaman 2 oh mm-hmm. Amber Heard cut from Aquaman 2 like and I got a lot of it mm-hmm. made me believe it but then I did some digging and then I was like okay s- as far as I can see all these people are saying she's out but it's they're living out the part that it's a rumor
1: mm-hmm. and that's what
0: kind of bothered me that like why are you guys making it so dramatic that, like, oh, she's out, with where, like, people are going to believe it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you should just say, you know, rumors, because that way I can ignore it.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, that's the thing with everything now on the internet is, like, clickbait. It's yeah. just trying to get you to choose on that article to get more views and stuff. For example, going to the Instagram page and, like, leaving a comment on one of our posts every once in a while, or sending us to the news. <laughs> <rumors. Like, laughs> oh, my God. But, no, like, like staying away from the seriousness of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing. Uh-huh. It is kind of interesting when you see when you see these things come out and you see how some people, how a company decides who gets to stay and who gets to go. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, Johnny Depp doesn't have a job anymore, at least with Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Like, he got kicked off. And Amber Heard is strongly rumored, but hasn't been like, yeah, kicked has off been the kicked show off. yet. Like, to put it even to a further extent, we were just talking about Game of Thrones, uh... I can't think of the actress's name Khaleesi. What's her what's her real
0: oh name? Amelia Har- Amelia Clark.
1: Amelia Clark is one of my favorites. Was <laughs> supposed to be rumored to come out and replace Amber Heard.
0: Yeah, and I saw some photos. I'm like, not bad. No, like honestly like it.
1: Like I don't follow I can't say like I've read a lot of Aquaman comics, yeah. but like a lot of the stuff that I do know about, she would play a really good um Aquaman. And
0: her and Jason Momoa Merida. have a Merida. Uh, Mira. Mira, there we go. Her and Jason Momoa have like a what's it called? They were in Game of Thrones together already. Yeah. They have a good repertoire. They yeah, kind of have on-screen chemistry already. Absolutely, it would totally work. And then uh, you know what I thought though? Like, what if like they're just like testing testing the waters, like mm. seeing like putting, what if. You know, Warner Brothers is like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Warner Brothers is out there, like, ooh, like, hey, like, she's out, she's out. What do you guys think about it, huh? It's Mm -hmm. like us when we were like, wouldn't it be crazy if we did a podcast? (laughs) Like,
1: would you guys listen? And then, like, everyone's
0: like, yeah, that is funny. No, no, but for real, like, would you guys
1: listen? And then you said yes. And then we made the podcast and no one
0: listens. Yeah. And now now Warner Brothers is like that right now. They're like, oh, Oh, isn't it crazy? Like, what if, like, Amelia Clark was like, (laughs) like, Mira now? And people are like, That'd be cool. Really, like really cool. Like,
1: <laughs> like, like how cool? Like, like how cool? Would you pay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like would you still come and watch it? Um, and I, I don't know. If I really thought so, like you mentioned, like Johnny Depp being out of uh, Fantastic Beast, mm-hmm. and if I really thought about it, I think I would miss Johnny Depp more out of Fantastic Beast than I would Mira out of Aquaman. I think it's Mira, Mira, Me- because I feel like she she wasn't really in it. it's not it's not really about her
1: she's not the titular character
0: yeah but like even the story like these these are like that's the thing about uh dc comics and and movies they don't really make it about love like Mm -hmm. like for me the mg the fact that mary jane isn't in the movies Mm -hmm. kind of ticked me off a little bit because you care because i care about that character and I know how important it is to that character. Yeah. Aquaman, I I don't know how important Mira is. I mean, maybe there's some diehard fan out there who's I mean, like Mara, no,
1: that's Mira. The thing. It's like Mira's like sh- extremely powerful. Yeah. Like, she's really powerful, obviously. But yeah. I don't know of many stories that involve her, and I'm sure there's a bunch of them. But then also when you think about it, like D C doesn't do those kinds of movies. Like yeah. D C just kind of does like I'm gonna explode everything and that's what you're gonna enjoy. Yeah. So it's not we don't get those kind of like good character building moments that we see out of Marvel movies.
0: Yeah, like in Marvel, I can I can see like like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Star Lord's trying to get with uh, Gamora, Gamora, you know, and you kind of see that relationship build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that you become that becomes important to the story as well. Right. In DC movies, you never Bruce Wayne is never like, oh my god, I really hope he gets with that ballerina from the dark knight like (laughs) no no one cares like (laughs) Like, like,
1: that's not the point (laughs) that's not
0: the point of the movie or oh i hope rachel poor poor batman like now you're like come on batman
1: i i just want (laughs) to see you i want to (laughs) see you with joker (laughs) yeah i want to
0: see you with the joker right now like i don't really care about this storyline it sucks because yeah i would say the strongest 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 relationship in the dc universe it's lois lane and superman
1: um don't say martha no, 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 no. <laughs> like the strongest, like, like, like rela- couple like relationship, straight relationship. Like, oh, okay, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, who's pretty... the other one? Well, I mean, that's the tough thing that you're talking about, right? Is that like, and it, it, it depends on what, like, if we're talking about comic books, yes and no, because like, in no.
0: The, in, I'm talking about movies.
1: And the movies, then yeah, I mean, that's the only one that a lot of people really know about, because yeah, no one really, dig, like, no one really talks about it. But like, Batman and Wonder Woman are really strong, even though in the new, like, in the new comics, that isn't the case, because. Yeah. They made Superman go with Wonder Woman, which is very the awkward o- and strange.
0: The only other relationship that's like a relation, like you know, couple relationship, mm-hmm. is Steve Trevor and freaking Wonder Woman, right? In the and, movies, yeah, and I didn't really care about that. Yeah, and like, well, at least when I was watching, I was like, mm, okay, I kind of just want you to fight. Yeah,
1: like
0: well, <laughs> I want to see other
1: things. Those I want to see other thing.
0: things. Yeah, and that's that's the beauty and the crux of DC movies mm-hmm. is that like you guys have so many like cool stories right that you guys can build off or like bounce right. off that you don't really need that cheesy like oh like know.
1: romance aspect or like yeah falling on that trope of like oh there needs to be some sort of conflict outside of their superhero lives yeah exactly and like and that's the thing with with DC movies like and I've said this a bunch of times I'm a big proponent and of uh, how much I enjoy DC movies because they are like in my opinion pretty damn well made comic book movies yeah but it is one of the shortcomings when it comes to the writing. Like, no one knows how to write these characters because they're so powerful. And you have to realize that, like, it's not about the power. It's just a matter of making – it's like giving them a trolley problem. Do you know what a trolley problem is? Uh, a what? A trolley problem. So a trolley problem is a, is a <laughs> thought experiment of, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know how, like, tracks sp- can split and go two different ways, mm-hmm. right? On one side, there's uh, 12 – children Mm -hmm. and on the other side there's an old married couple like and you have to flip the you have to decide who dies oh okay okay. you have to make that into the problem not like oh can they beat somebody up which was why the original Superman movies were so good because it wasn't about like oh can he stop lex Luthor by punching the crap out of him it's like can he save the entire world and also save lois at the same time Mm -hmm. and that's what made those movies strong yeah but now and that's what had made the Dark Knight so strong, right? It's like he has to choose between Harvey Dent and yeah. Rachel. And now in these new DC movies, we don't see that kind of like thought experiment of challenging a person on a more philosophical level and mm. less on a can they beat somebody up.
0: I mean, I guess at the end of Man of Steel, it was like he had to choose like with it, like right. with his morals mo- mostly is like, does he like of kill course. him or let these people die or like... Like risk these people getting hurt.
1: And who was the main like writer and like designing of that whole story?
0: uh it was
1: Christopher Nolan. Was it really? Yeah, he, 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 Yeah, him and Goyer worked on it together. Oh wow! But mostly it was the the two Nolan brothers mm-hmm. and Goyer. So like obviously like they just came off of doing Batman and mm-hmm. they killed it. So of course they would be able to do that kind of a yeah. thing. You know. And honestly, I never really thought about it. That he kind of did the same things again with that. Good yeah. Point, but like that's how you make a Superman story. Yeah. You make him choose between himself and yeah. his ability to do what he needs to do <clears throat> and saving somebody.
0: And they kind of try to recreate that in uh, Dawn of Justice, the Batman vs sort of, Superman. Yeah. Sort of. It's like, oh, are you gonna save your mom or are you gonna kill the Batman? Right, but they mm-hmm. did it
1: terrible. Oh, that was. Oh yeah, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, yeah, that was, and it wasn't really done that great. Again, and that's one of the things why, like this week, uh, the <laughs> Snyder Cut comes out. Yeah. And when I watched the original uh, Batman v Superman and then I watched the uncut version of Batman versus Superman, the uncut version does a great job. Mm-hmm. It's longer and it does a better job in 30 minutes. They just cut the wrong 30 minutes of that movie. And yeah, the writing is still not that great. And the idea of like, oh, Martha and everything mm-hmm. turns everything is stupid, but like understandable. Yeah. And that's why I'm excited about the Snyder Cut is, is like you're going to be able to make those steps. Right. Speaking, since we're on this whole DC show, <laughs> <gig, laughs> yeah, um, did you hear that uh, J.J. Abrams' bad robot company is attached to the new Superman movie?
0: Oh no! I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought we were gonna talk about how like it accident the Snyder cut accidentally leaked on oh. with
1: when you I mean that's an easy one. We can talk about <laughs> that real
0: quick. <laughs> when you click Tom and Jerry. Some people got lucky, dude. Yeah,
1: dude. But the, did you hear that it was only they only got to watch like fifteen or twenty minutes before it cut off?
0: Oh no way! Yeah, I would have been pissed. I would have been like, yo, like, <laughs> I would have been Hello? mad as
1: hell. But like. It was so funny because you messaged me about it. I think it was today or yesterday. Yeah, today. And I was like, "Oh man, I was gonna watch Tom and Jerry the other day." Because <laughs> like Danielle saw it, and she was like, "Tom and Jerry." It's funny.
0: I was I was thinking about watching Tom and Jerry, and then now I, I was thinking about also watching Sonic because it was like you oh, yeah. know bringing like cartoons to mm-hmm. to like live action also. Yeah. But then I was like, "Nah, we should. I should wait and watch." that uh tom and jerry sonic and bugs bunny and rate the three and oh, see which okay. one i actually liked
1: that that would have been pretty cool yeah that's crazy because i also watched a cartoon movie i told you about this on sunday like i watched the my hero academia heroes rising movie and that movie's incredible if you're into anime watch well one watch my hero academia two yeah. the movies are fucking great
0: yeah if you never watched my hero academia don't watch any of the movies they're not gonna make any sense no and then, even this movie Kinda doesn't really fit into. I mean, I guess now that it came out after the, uh, now that the fourth season's out, yeah, like, it kind of makes kinda it a little, fits well. Yeah, kind of fits well because they went to summer vacation. Yeah, they started their summer vacation. Mm-hmm. No, they haven't. No, anyways, it was just
1: winter. It was right before winter break.
0: Yeah. So no. So there's still a whole season before. Uh, they're a season ahead.
1: Right. No. They. Uh, it, it just takes place after season four. I don't know. I don't think this is what people really want to hear. About. Yeah. Let's about enemies, but. Um, I did also watch Ryan and the Last Dragon, by the way. Great movie.
0: You did? Yes.
1: It was freaking amazing. Ooh. Growl, let me borrow it. It was awesome.
0: It, but it's on Disney Plus. It
1: was, but it's $30. It's
0: $30? It's Just like Mulan Should was. Yeah, no,
1: just worse, like man. Mulan was. But trust me, this we talked about Mulan uh, off-pod, and it was we both agreed that movie was terrible. Yeah. This movie, fantastic. It'll be available in June. I think it's worth a watch. Just wait. I, honestly, don't pay the money. Just wait until June or July when it's free. Yeah,
0: that's what I was going to ask. Is it worth the money?
1: Um, for me who really loves like stories that are about POCs in different cultures, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was an extremely well-made movie. I thought the acting and the voice acting was really well done. I know that you didn't like Akofina's voice, so you didn't want to watch nah. it. But
0: she didn't even change it. No, and it was just it wasn't. Her voice. And then like, I, but based on the trailer, you know how Robin Williams didn't change his voice? Well, oh, he, no. Yeah. So this is what I realized. Robin Williams did kind of change his voice a little bit. He made it more theatrical, and a yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: He's
0: like twelve thousand years, and da, 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 like mm. he's like he's kind of changing his voice, <clears> but he's not. <throat> he's he's doing a character, right? Yes. And I'm watching the trailer, Raya the Last Dragon, because I, I you said to watch it, and I watched it, and I'm like, Aquafina did not change. I still her raspy voice. Is like, oh man, you mean we gotta go do this? Blah blah, 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 blah. That was actually like, a
1: pretty good impersonation.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, like I I felt like you're like this magical being, kind of like mm-hmm. you would think kind of do it up a bit right maybe because maybe her forte is not like accents and like mm-hmm. i think it would have been a little bit better if they did it with someone i would have maybe been a little bit more interested if that dr- dragon or whatever mm-hmm. had like someone who can like you know improv a little bit i get you and then it sucks because you can't really improv in a cartoon Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, I get you, and and I think see that's the thing is that we all really loved how great Robin Williams was in uh, Aladdin, Mm -hmm. and I think the role was designed to be kind of like that uh, that genie kind of role. Mm -hmm. She didn't do any accents or do anything like that, but I think she her voice acting was really well done. Like there was a lot of emotion and weight. Like we when we watched um what was it not, not what was the movie last year that she came out in Farewell. The farewell. You know how like how good of an actor she was in that. Mm-hmm. She nailed that with the voice acting, and there's like parts that really like tug on your heartstrings and making you feel like, oh wow, this is very believable. Mm-hmm. It's not just like she just doesn't nail the like over the topness, but she's still funny in my opinion, and I get it. Like to each their own about not liking people's voices.
0: No, <laughs> I mean it's not like I hate her voice or no, anything. That's what told me. Well, yeah, but that was mean, like said, off mic.
1: I hope I never hear her
0: voice again. Yeah, dude, but that's because I hate her. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, <laughs> no, I, I was just like, I, I don't know. It just kind of, uh, it didn't offset what it. I don't know. It just didn't fit in with what I ha- had envisioned when I saw the character. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a picture. I'm like, oh, okay, let's see. It's kind of it seems kind of silly. Yeah. And then I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, she's not. She, I because I hear her and I hear I see her right now. I don't now, see
1: the, the dragon,
0: I don't see a dragon. Yeah,
1: well, the other thing I would say is that as much as I like the movie, it was very same to Moana with less singing, uh, a lot less singing. Which, I mean, if you don't like the singing, then yeah, I think you'll enjoy this movie. Hmm. Um, but a lot of the same story beats happen, and I think it's because they like, we really nailed it with Moana, let's do it again.
0: I hate when they do that, but.
1: It was there was enough differences and enough unique story that I enjoyed it. That's why I say like, it's definitely worth the wait. Just wait to watch it in June when it's free. I don't think you should
0: more like it's not worth the money.
1: Yeah, especially thirty. Unless you're getting like five people in your house and you're gonna split the cost, and yeah, sure. But mm. otherwise, like, yeah, you might want to wait if you mm. don't want to spend the money. Like when Black Widow comes out, worth thirty dollars because I yeah, I think so. For me, yeah.
0: You haven't even seen it yet.
1: I don't care. I've been wanting... <laughs> I've been wanting... I don't care. <laughs> I want Black Widow and Natasha to have a movie since, like, <laughs> event, since like Iron Man 2. So, like, <laughs> I've been waiting for that movie. And, like, it still hasn't come out. And they've been telling me it's coming out for three years. So, oh, my God. But, yeah, the last bit of news. And we've been talking for 23 minutes at this point, which I apologize. But, hey, I bet you didn't read any of this stuff. I know. Um, yeah, so Bad Robot is going to be working on a new Superman movie. Uh, they are probably not going to be having Henry Cavill in it. Uh, Henry Cavill was a little bit pissed. He apparently reached out to Marvel to see if he can get a role there. Nice. He, yeah, and then... He
0: could play Hercules. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: I mean, he could play a lot of people in that <laughs> movie show. No,
0: no, no. He can't play a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to play freaking Fantastic Four. Or or uh, what's the, the flame on, dude? Yeah. No, he, cannot, he, play yeah, dude, no, he cannot play Dr. Doom. Yeah, dude, Victor Doom is No, he
1: cannot play Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom's smart, dude. He's not buff. You know Henry Cavill is extremely intelligent though, right?
0: Yes, the person <laughs> is. But he's so buff. It's like no one wants to see a buff, smart dude. Yeah, but if you're putting him you in
1: a costume the entire time, it won't really matter. Nah,
0: nah, dude. Okay. He's a pretty boy. You got to see his face. Hey,
1: if you have an opinion on whether or not Henry Cavill can play Victor Von Doom or play any other character in Marvel, let us know. Put it, I, leave it on you team. know who he
0: can play? Who? He can play The Thing. How about that?
1: I mean, he could play The Thing. I don't think he'd want to, but yeah. Hmm? Uh-huh. And he can but, play The Thing. So, they're planning on doing, like, DC is moving away from, like, trying to do team-ups and trying to do more unique movies from what the rumors are saying. So, they're supposed to be trying to open up their multiverse. So they're going to be jumping to a different earth where uh, it's going to be... What's his name? Damn it, I really wish I had looked it up right before this podcast. But it's supposed to be the Something Ellis... Can't think of his name, Um, Cal Ellis or something like that. He is a black version of Cal L. Oh, to, I did,
0: I did hear about this. Yeah, and he but also I, becomes president. I also saw that it was a rumor, though. Like it, it, it is a
1: rumor, but it, it's it's got a lot of traction. A lot of people from like the studio mm-hmm. are saying that this is kind of the direction that the production company wants to go.
0: And just to bring it all back around. And like it goes just to back to Amber Heard not being an Aquaman. Like, this is what I hate about these, like, rumors. Mm-hmm. It's like, it makes me actually believe it. And it expands my thinking. I'm like, oh, oh, man. Like, like, like the whole WandaVision thing. Yeah. Everybody, oh, so many theories, dude. Doctor mm-hmm. Strange is going to come out on it. Oh, they're talking about this. Introduction of mutants. Uh, You know, we're going to... You know uh, what's his names gonna come out on there. The guy from Fantastic Four was it Reed, Reed Richards? Richards? And then you know
1: Calvin Ellis. I don't want. W-
0: I don't want to talk about what happens at the end of One Division for those that haven't seen it. But I mean, if you're towards the end, if you're on the last episode by now, you probably realized it, well Reed Richards wasn't the astrophysicist or whatever.
1: Yeah, or could have been, but we don't know. Kind of a thing. Like they teased yeah. a lot of things, but they didn't. Like we also got to remember. Because of the pandy, a lot of these things were done two years ago when they didn't have actually when they hadn't actually acquired fox yeah so it's kind of a weird in between type of thing so
0: and supposedly like they had the they had a whole other thing mm-hmm. but because of the pan pan the peter Pan uh they couldn't really do the CGI, the special effects on time, so they mm-hmm. had to recut it and do something else.
1: Hands down, special effects in WandaVision were amazing, in my opinion. I thought <laughs> oh, they Oh, no, no, great. no,
0: yeah, but they cut out.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get that. I understand. I was just saying, like, this movie, this show really shows that, you, like, Disney has so much money that they can invest in a TV show and make it this fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, it was really good.
1: But anyways, I just wanted to bring up the whole Calvin Ellis thing with DC and how they're trying to move to the multiverse, which I think is more fascinating than what they've been doing, and I think they just need good writers. Get good writers to make good movies, good stories, and read the book, comic books, and you'll be fine. Marvel did it. Marvel read a bunch of comic books. Freaking Feige understands reading comic books to uh, to be able to just steal and emulate. That's all you have to do. Yeah. It's not difficult, but Warner Brothers doesn't know how to get their shit together. I yeah. mean, hopefully they're stepping in the right direction <laughs> now with the Batman, and the Suicide Squad, but they just and maybe hopefully this movie. So I'm hoping. Supposedly, Calvin Ellis will be played by Michael B. Jordan, by the way. Mm. But let's move on to, <laughs> ironically, the movies we're going to be talking about today, starring Eddie Murphy, yeah. coming to America.
0: in Arsenio Hall.
1: And Arsenio Hall. So, Arsenio <clears throat> Hall. Arsenio Hall?
0: Arsenio Hall. Mm. Uh, so right that. off the bat, dude, psh, the first Coming to America was better. Hands down. Yeah.
1: I, and here's a little thing. I think you know this. I not know how many people know about this. I've never watched the first Coming Out of America. What? This was your first time? This is my first time watching it. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never seen it in, in like from start to finish. Oh, what? And I was dying the whole time. Like yeah, Joey mentioned funny. it to me that he was like, Nah, dude, this movie's pretty raunchy. Yeah. And like, I was watching it and I was like, It's not that raunchy, but it is fucking funny. Yeah. Like, was, all the jokes still hold up. <clears throat> like, maybe there's one or two bad stuff that like in our new world we can't mm-hmm. really say.
0: Like, but cleaning the royal penis, yeah, that like, pretty funny.
1: But that's still, <laughs> like, I think that's still funny and yeah, like yeah. That was understandable. Funny.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I like, <laughs> I I don't care. It, like, if you feel if you're offended by that, okay, you're offended. But like, that's just a joke. Yeah, and I think we also just have to realize I think it's it was just, jokes are jokes.
0: It's just one of those things that's where it's like, the, I think it was a good joke to start it off. You you want to know why? Why? Because it it increases the ridiculousness of the movie.
1: Mm, okay. To
0: not take it so, so seriously, because if you really think about it, like someone making a movie about Africa, you don't you expect oh wow it's gonna be like blood diamond and stuff like no 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 this is a comedy like this, I, and, yeah. and they're gonna do like the big they're gonna go for big outlandish stuff right yes and and it's Eddie Murphy at is one of a part at of his height, height. yeah right. yeah um and well towards the end I guess but no
1: I think it was right at his height. He mm-hmm. had Be- he had trading places he had Beverly Hills cop, yeah, and then this,
0: oh wow, well, either way, i think he well he was at this height, so he was like the characters. Coming out of the woodwork, right? Oh, right. He had so many characters in this movie. Yes. And honestly, I would just prefer a movie of just the characters. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I thought the, the characters were funny. Yeah. Um, Se- like, sexual chocolate, the mm-hmm. the barbershop guys.
1: Dude, I love the uh, barbershop scenes. All yeah. of the barbershop scenes were hilarious. I wrote a note saying, like, yo, <laughs> did like Ice Cube just steal the idea for barbershop from yeah. <laughs> this? Because, like, and then ruin <clears throat> it because barbershop is okay, but that, those scenes were fucking masterpieces
0: yeah Yeah, it was just really good i don't know like for the first one's always just been really good i remember watching it a lot when i was i would remember watching trading places and coming to america Mm -hmm. a lot Um,
1: ironically i've watched trading places a few times because it used to be on tv all the time but like not coming to america and i'm glad i'm glad that i didn't watch it on (laughs) tv because it wouldn't have been as funny because of all the parts they probably cut
0: yeah they, they would cut out the cleaning the royal penis the they cut out the there's a couple of, like naked scenes when they're in new york mm, that they cut so. out um i forgot what else but no i feel like they i don't know like the idea of people from africa like royal family from mm-hmm. africa going to queens where like in the 80s where it's yeah. like super like it's
1: super dirty yeah
0: super sketch and like not
1: just queens new york in general is yeah. dirty at that time
0: it's so funny cuz like his like the first thing that happens to them is like their luggage gets stolen yeah. like <laughs> I was like that's funny like
1: cuz like it's soon real? As started, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved that there's so much real stuff in the sh- in the movie. It's yeah. crazy cuz it's like a comedy that is <clears throat> not even satirical, it's just honest. Yeah, yeah. And it's true to what the society was at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then like uh they just had so many different characters, you know, The even the girls that they met were right. kind of like, you know, the girl that's burning her hand. You're oh, like, yeah. What, like, I'm what like,
1: the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I worship the devil. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. It was, I was like, dude, this is like, it's, it's chock full of like very unique characters. Mm-hmm. You got McDowell. You got the, <laughs> you got the boyfriend. You mm-hmm. got, um, what's it called? Samuel Jackson is even like a really good character. And what's his name? The big fat dude. What's his name? Oh, my God. He comes out in baskets. Uh, Louis Anderson.
1: Louis Anderson. Oh, want to hear something crazy about that? Yeah. You know how he got his role?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. No.
1: Eddie Murphy casted him. And the reason Eddie Murphy casted him was because the studio didn't want to have a movie that didn't have a single white person in it. Really? Yeah, the studio was like, we can't market this. We know this movie is going to be a failure, but we're doing it because it's John Landis and it's uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. But we need white people, so you have to put one white person in it.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: and Eddie Murphy was like, screw it. And he's like, who's a funny white guy that I know? Oh, Louis Anderson. He put Louis (laughs) Anderson in it, and that's how he got his role. That's funny, dude. I was like, damn. But, like, again, I'm not surprised this is the 80s fucking (laughs) studio execs do this shit. And that's the
0: thing, too. Like, I... Rewatching it, I'm like, wow! I never realized that it's really just like mainly just black people. Yeah, like Louis Anderson's like one minor character, and then the Duke and Duke brothers brothers who make a cameo from the Trading Places. Trading Places, and uh, I don't know. I thought I thought this movie was just really good. It lives up. I mean, if you watch it nowadays, you'll still get the jokes. Mm-hmm. There's no. There's no uh dated jokes. Not at all. So like I was like, you know what? Like this is going to make sense no matter when you watch it, you know?
1: Very very well written movie.
0: I would say like maybe the hair. The hair of like oh, the dude, yeah. like the, the Jerry curl. The, the Jerry curl thing, like that was a really big thing like back then. I bet that was funnier cuz like mm-hmm. but now you're watching and you're like, "Oh, he just has silly hair."
1: Or has but, like that kind of a hair.
0: Yeah, 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 and you're like, ooh, and then when the parents have it, it's all yeah. fucking wet. <laughs> I was like, ooh, like there's
1: there's a lot of good jokes that I think are just are just so funny and very like natural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's nothing is forced, and like a yeah. lot of comedies nowadays, a lot of stuff is forced or it's like slapstick. Yeah, and this doesn't have that. It's just genuinely like smart jokes, and it might just be because like Eddie Murphy wrote the movie and he was at the height of his like comedic. Writing style, I guess. So he yeah. was just—he knew what to do, and I mean, I guess credit to John Landis to being able to like create and direct something like that and be totally mm-hmm. fine. Which did you know that they had like a huge, like, the hatred for each other on this on the set? Yeah, I was like, damn, that sucks, dude, because they worked on Trading Places and John Landis is uh, according to John Landis, Uh uh-huh. he's all like, oh yeah, Eddie Murphy was amazing. He was so great, and it was amazing to have him on the set of Trading Places. And then it was a totally different guy. And he was, like, full of himself and all this. I'm like, damn, really? And it's weird because, like, I've seen interviews of Eddie Murphy, and I've never gotten that vibe of him being a douche. No? No, like, maybe confident and a little cocky, but not like an asshole.
0: I knew, I heard about it ever since he did Daddy Daycare. Oh, Um, really? Yeah. you, You notice, if you watch Daddy Daycare, whenever the camera's behind Eddie Murphy, it's not him. He really? has a stand. He has a stand-in, and I think he also has it for coming to America. But it's harder, harder to notice.
1: Wow! He
0: always has a stand-in. He never. He's like I never do those like sh- shots.
1: What the hell? That's a messed up, dude. Mm-hmm. That's a big slap to your face, to your all your color. Yeah, like
0: the yeah people acting with you. Like yeah. they're just acting to this random, random dude, right? That's messed up. I was when I heard that I was like, dude, what the heck? And then he says, like, I don't have time to be, I don't have time to waste, like it's just so standing fucking there.
1: Absurd! It's like, come on, bro, you yeah. got time. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't be that guy. Don't be a Bruce Willis. Like, don't do that nonsense. You're better than that.
0: Yeah. So it's like one of those things. where It's like, wow, bro. Like, I didn't really expect that from you. Like, mm-hmm. I would you'd expect humble beginnings, right? But not you know
1: like diva moments
0: diva moments yeah like oh like oh i'm too good for this Mm -hmm. like and i think that's why it's important to note that like this is a height of his you know career you know right and maybe even towards like maybe even the end i think because i don't i can't think of a movie that came out after this that was like really good like that is widely known as like a really good like what's next the clumps Oh, Bowfinger?
1: I mean, the Nutty Professor.
0: Yeah, that's why. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I mean, I would say I love the Nutty Professor. The first,
1: yeah, the first one was awesome. The subsequent like four of them were terrible. <coughs> like you just to talk about milking a motherfucking cow.
0: Yeah, dude. So I, I mean, I don't. I didn't. Re-
1: Shrek, by the way.
0: Oh, I was. That really wasn't him. I mean, it's just his voice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just count him because he's a part of it. And I mean, like, I, I really he's do not, love Shrek. And
0: he's not the titular character. No,
1: he's not. Mike Myers makes that movie. But he does do really a really good job as a voice actor, I think. His voice lends itself to being uh, an animated character. Like, we were just and talking he, about... He
0: animates it himself. Like We were just a, talking
1: about Aquafina and Robin Williams. Like, he is the type of person who can succeed at being an animated character. Yeah. But apparently he has too much of an ego to <laughs> come on set, so who knows how that works. yeah. I, I, again, like, I really thought a lot of the jokes and a lot of the things that were discussed in the movie were really, like, poignant. Like, the whole idea of, like, of arranged marriages and trying to be, mm-hmm. like, trying to... Like, he was very self-aware. I knew that he was uh, pampered as a child. And I liked that idea that, like, he wanted to grow as a person and that he was, like, willing to do a job and just be excited about doing it. And, and it's something that I think was important at the time to make people realize that like, oh, this is something that we all need to understand that even though we're rich or we if we have money or if we don't have money, like we have to kind of still remember that we come from these kinds of roots and that we all are struggling in this kind of way. And I think the movie does a really good job yeah at putting that across, which I think is the main part of the movie that um, really hit home for me is the like the subtlety of the thema- the themes that come up in the movie. So I just looked it up. Yeah.
0: The next movies that come out, with Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. after coming to America, are, uh, Harlem Nights, yeah. okay. another 48 hours, <laughs> Boomerang. What the hell? Um, Beverly, Ho- Beverly Hills Cup 3, and that one was like eh. And then Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh, and I then,
1: vaguely remember that.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, The Nutty Professor, which is came out in 96, that was really good.
1: Which is why I remember it yeah. from being a kid
0: metro did you ever watch that one i don't think so metro is actually not that bad really i watched I, I had the dvd for a while
1: wait is it the superhero one no oh which one's metro
0: metro he's a cop he's like oh, the <laughs> he has his hands up and he's like oh and then like the gun's like right in front of him and he's like oh hmm. like i think he's like uh the people that talk down people hmm. uh, negotiator
1: i think oh okay
0: yeah uh mulan was a
1: Oh, that's, that's another right. good one, and there you go, another animated. And
0: one. And he was really good in that one. Yeah, like man, I complete, like I think of the Mushu the dragon. I think of his voice, like mm-hmm. like the way he does. And you can compare the two. Like Mushu does not sound like uh, donkey. No,
1: yeah, at all. Like yeah.
0: I don't know how he did it, but he's like. When I think of Mushu, I think like, you know, dishonor, dishonor on you, dishonor on your family, dishonor on your cow. Yeah. You know, man. you think of that, and then you think of Donkey, you're thinking like, and in the morning, I'm making my office. Yeah, yeah. As an like, Asbold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think of like a different, he, it's almost similar, but not. You know, yeah. like just like how I was saying about Robin Williams, like, mm-hmm. you know, 12,000 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really think of the line. Yeah. Anyways.
1: But that's um, a really good point. Like, I think... I don't know if that's just a thing for comedic actors, yeah, or if that's just a, something that's unique to person to person. Because I mean, he kills it as a as a voice actor, just yeah. like Robin Williams killed it as a voice actor, you know. And
0: in, in this movie, he makes that he he's able to pull off the accent of like African. Oh yeah, like, like and then just like a gentle guy uh-huh. too. Like he he's a very gentle guy, and you and you believe it in this movie. He's like you know like you know oh like he's making these like kind of things where it's like you know he's a prince but he's not like pompous or anything mm-hmm. like that he's just like he's like oh i you know i like i he's like my yeah he's very hum- humble and and very kind he's like oh i like sweet i like sweeping it's very simple like it's it's very repetitive and clears your mind and you're okay. like just little things like that you're like oh wow like i never really thought about it like that like when yeah. you're cleaning and stuff like that and it's probably like he sees like he's seeing life in the, like what people would think, like, damn, this is a chore. Like, I hate this. Right. He's seeing it in a completely different way, and that's what he saw when he went to Queens. It's like people were like,
1: Man, you like living here? Like, this place yeah. sucks, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Well, and that's the crazy thing you mentioned, like, the way he plays and they like the, his acting in that movie. As, as much as John Landis says, like, he was an ass on set, John Landis also says, This was his best role he's ever done. Like, mm-hmm. this is his best performance he's ever done. And I was like, Honestly, watching it. It was a really great performance. Mm -hmm. Like, he does that um, African accent and he does it really well and very respectful, Mm -hmm. I thought. And then I thought it was really well done. And I I appreciated how much he put himself in the movie. Granted, I guess it's not that hard since he wrote the movie. Yeah. Which is, there is some controversy over that. I don't know if you heard about that. What? That supposedly he stole the idea?
0: Yeah, I was just
1: going to mention that. Oh, go for
0: it. (laughs) So, do you know the name of the guy?
1: No, nah, I, couldn't th- I, I so looked
0: it, a, it, but I didn't. <clears throat> so, it's a columnist called Art Buch- Buchwald or Buckwald. Hmm, okay. He sued Paramount Pictures. Yep. Ooh, Paramount plays, And he uh, won. He alleged that they stole his script idea and turned it into a movie, and he won. And it was awarded damages. Guess how much you got? Did you look up how much you got?
1: No, I actually didn't look up how much you got. Ooh. Uh, Ding, dong, 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 I mean, this dong. is the 80s, so it can't be too high. Or, like, maybe 2 million? Nope. More or less. Less. One point one million. Less. How much?
0: Nine hundred thousand. Damn. that's a lot.
1: That's a lot of money in the eighties, man. Yeah. That's a lot of money in the eighties. <laughs> that's that's like Marvel money right there. But like, I mean, I can't believe that he won. I mean, I don't know his original script or whatever. It's crazy to me that to think that. That, like, some guy came up with the story and it wasn't Eddie Murphy? Because it feels like an Eddie Murphy, like, writing. Yeah. Unless he, like, highly changed it. It must be one of those moments where, like, oh, that story is mine.
0: Maybe. I think it was one. Of, I, I want to say it might be, like, a thing where, like, this guy was like, man, this I, I can't make this movie. I'm not black. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, art. Yeah. Butch, Butchwald does <clears throat> not sound like a. Dead. Dead. <laughs> You're making some assumptions right there. You might want to look it up before you start talking I am, I know, I am looking at it. <laughs> and that
1: time, but in that time, you do look it up. I do want to say this. One of my favorite scenes of the movie is very subtle. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it reminds me of Star Wars. In Star Wars, they do uh, the original trilogy. Uh, they do this really, really cool thing where they can't, they didn't have enough money and a budget to make these giant sets. So what they did was paint glass and then shoot through the glass as the actors were moving along on an actual real set. So like those scenes when they're in the Death Star and it looks so vast and mm-hmm. high and em, like empty, those are actually hand-painted window panes. And then it's perfectly made so that way the section of real set fits in between the, paint, the section that isn't painted. And mm-hmm. then they shoot through that to be able to get that realistic look. And they do that in this movie. They do it in the very beginning intro once they move past the Paramount sign. And they start going into the jungle of Zamunda. They show the palace, which isn't real. And it's a paint. It's like, I forget that It's a specific word um, they have for it. And then you see people moving around. And that's not CGI. That's not nothing. That's literally just a painting. And then people literally drawing, uh, walking on the set. So it's like, it's a, such an such a amazing way of getting around something in the 80s when CGI wasn't a thing. And then you see the intro, which is exactly the same in the new coming to america mm-hmm. where they go past the paramount sign and then they go through the jungle and then they see the palace but the palace is all real and it's actual physical set so like it's cool to see like them side by side and notice the like how much technology has involved in the last like 40 years
0: so i found out
1: okay <sighs> he's not he's not black no Son of a bitch! It's an it's old white dude. Old white dude. You gonna tell me an old white dude came <laughs> out with a movie that was about all about a black African prince coming to America? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, I can totally see him. I can see this guy. I'm not saying he didn't do it. Nah. I'm saying like he probably was like it was like a thing it was like what like it's a funny story, but I'm not gonna make this into a movie. Yeah, threw it away or gave like told somebody about it. Well, supposedly and, he told the network. He told the network, right?
1: Yeah, or in and then, the studio, I guess.
0: And they were like, oh, man, like, I don't think that... And like you said, like, oh, I don't think this movie's going to make any money. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, ah, well, I'm giving it up. Mm-hmm. And then they took it and ran with it, and they're like... And he's like, hey, that's my money. Gave it to like, Eddie
1: Murphy, and Eddie Murphy made it his own. Yeah. He's like, wait a second, that story's mine. Exactly. Which is fair. Like, I mean... It- it happens a lot of times. It happens with a lot of movies. It's You'd be true. surprised, or the listeners might be surprised, how many times movies get sued for stealing original, supposedly quote-unquote original movie, ideas. Yeah. You know, and that's why we're so protective of our ideas on here. We're not just giving away <laughs> free Back to the Future <laughs> reunions stuff, man. Come on. But I do agree. Like The movie was hilarious, and I think they did a really good job. And I agree that the second movie is not as good. Mm -hmm. it's not as good it's not as powerful it's not as strong it doesn't hit the kind of same beats but there is a lot of stuff that I do like about the movie right for a movie that took place uh, 30 years 40 years before I can't do the math right for a movie that took place 30 years ago and they they made a sequel to it they didn't do the thing that all these like crazy sequels do which is just rehash the same story and redo it I feel like they did
0: really they just did it backwards it, the first one is a dude from Africa going to New York now it's a new a dude from New York going to Africa
1: yeah but there's so much stuff that is is different like he goes to he goes to America to find love this dude leaves the United States to be able to become I quote-unquote prince and kind of better his life mm-hmm. and through his adventure in Africa he learns more stuff and that's why I think it's a different movie like it's better than a lot of the times where we just like as much as I like the female Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. like it's kind of the sameies and kind of like <laughs> the same kind of ideas, but done differently. Yeah. And, and a lot of these movies, though, when they do like a, I granted that's a remake, not a sequel, but like it's, I appreciate that they actually tried to make a different story. Mm-hmm. And they had unique beats that weren't the same. And that yeah. there was like a regression of character <clears throat> and then a brought back of a character in Eddie Murphy's um, Akeem you know, like at the beginning, Akeem is like not the guy that brought modernity to to Zamunda. He kind of just made everything the same. He yeah, didn't make the or
0: he kept ch- stuff the same.
1: Yeah, like he didn't make any big changes, right? And you at the beginning, I was really pissed. I was yeah. mad because I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like this is this is bullshit. You didn't do anything. Like yeah. I, it's such a regression. I, I was mad because I was like you're Kind of shitting all over who the character was in the original movie, yeah. And like, and then I started thinking about it, it's like, yeah, I guess in our 20s, and I, especially him being 21 in the first movie, like, yeah, he's very idealistic. He has these ideas and goals, and then he grows old and becomes conservative and doesn't want to change things, just like every yeah. apparent Jafar of Zamunda does. Jaffa. Jaffa of Zamunda, and like, I guess that's it made for a good story in a lot of respects, and that like he he regressed. And then he found himself because of his children, or his wife, realistically speaking.
0: To be honest, man, there were so many parts of this movie where I was like, what is happening? Why?
1: Why? There's a lot of why moments.
0: Yeah, like when they start singing.
1: Well, that was the thing in the first movie, too, though.
0: I remember them singing to each other.
1: What are you? What are you talking? What part are you talking? When he's
0: about? like, he's like, the, oh. my daughter, and she comes in and mm-hmm. she's like singing a song, and then he's all like, "Let show him what you got," what? and then he starts singing, and I'm like, "Why? Like, what? What was the point of this? Like, to show that you guys have good chemistry? Or is it? Does that mean that this is where the like you're going to actually end up with her, or is this just like something that's cool?
1: I think it was just something to make something cool, but also it kind of. Holds true to the ideal, like, to, to the over-the-topness that is munda in the first movie. Like, with mm. the, like, I mean, we didn't talk about it, but, like, it was choreographed by, oh, snap, I forgot her name. Mm. Paul Abdul. It was. Oh. It was choreographed. All the stuff was choreographed by Paul Abdul in the first Coming to America. And it was, like, really big and really, like, uh, extravagant. Yeah. Like, and they there kept was that in w- the same second movie.
0: Yeah, in the first movie, there was, like, a big dance number. I, I get mm-hmm. that. But then I think they did, like, two of them. Like, when those soldiers come out, they do, like, a big mm-hmm. dance. I'm like, I would have liked it if you guys just didn't do that dance and just kind of. Well. But uh, it's a Munda, and it's fake, and it's, like, a dance. And, and I overlooked it that one time. I was like, oh eh, whatever. And then it happened again. And then I think they did it almost every single time that the, the, the general came out with, like, his army. Well,
1: that, well, that's just the thing because of how ridiculous the dude is. And that's, that, yeah. I, think that's a fair, I think that's fair to do that kind of, like, crazy, like, step up. Type fucking dance moves. Because, like, the dude is, is Wesley Sypes. He's supposed yeah. to be ridiculous. Like, we are expected to have him come out and be this over-the-top freaking general.
0: Yeah. I didn't like it. I, I was watching it. And I was like, man, I don't want this. There was some stuff. Like you said, there was some redeeming qualities. The funny parts are Eddie Murphy doing the characters. That's mm. it's funny no matter what.
1: I think me. Morgan Freeman was the funny part. Really? I thought Morgan Freeman in part was hilarious.
0: Oh. Uh... uh I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty funny, but I was like, it wasn't like ha 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 ha, like funny. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I was like, just glad that it came out. <laughs> I yeah. it was
0: really funny. <laughs> dude, I was like, I, I was like, you guys missed an opportunity here to have like a a narrator voice off right there, like mm-hmm. with James Earl Jones on uh, one yeah. side and Morgan Freeman on yeah. the other side. I'm like, dude, like you got the two voices of God right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, and then there's the whole. Um, so the, the I I thought the that was funny like the him doing the character's sexual chocolate again and mm-hmm. the guys in the barbershop and I uh, like
1: that it wasn't at least in my opinion it didn't feel like it was like a shit ton of member berries of like hey remember this hey yeah. remember how funny this yeah, is Yeah
0: it was it was I mean sorry yeah it wasn't like it wasn't all like that and I
1: appreciate that cuz when we get these kinds of like rehashes of old movies that's all we freaking get
0: yeah there was like new stuff in it so but they did have like a, a lot of recurring yeah. like the 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 girls that rap the yeah. the twin girls i'm like okay like
1: and, and i appreciated that it. it all came out at the end yeah like once the movie was over it's kind of like when they threw it in and i was yeah. like okay cool small little part just to get get the like the closing number in yeah that's fine
0: um but uh the the parts that i really really liked were the were the scenes where like the main character uh, Prince Akeem, mm-hmm. had doubt or like questioned himself a, mm. a, like a lot? Like there's there's that moment in McDowell's when he's going back to oh, yeah. going back to mopping, and he's talking with the dad McDowell dad, and I was like okay like I, I actually like this like this is good. Or when he's having like like a moment with the the sun and he kind of sees himself in it, mm-hmm. and he kind of realizes like oh like like maybe I'm just repeating history and stuff like that that part I really enjoyed like and it's one of those things where I'm like I felt like this movie had that opportunity to, mm-hmm. to be that to yeah. ju- to be just that like have those funny moments but also have that like really hard like I would have preferred if they got rid of the dance numbers and added more of that like and even making uh what's his name um Wesley Snipes' character. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm looking it up. Wesley Snipes' character, if he was more menacing in 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 the mm, moment, okay. or, or like made it more like of a conflict of like, oh, like like this guy sucks. Like that's it. it it's a it like made it a really hard decision where he's all like, because there was that conflict. He he plays it really well where he's like, I you know, Zamunda is like me. Like it's my yeah. life. And um, but I also have a family, you know, and then that yeah. that's a conflict, right? And like how we were saying before about like, you know, there's the like the trolley plot, right? Mm-hmm. Which one do you pick? Yeah, they had a very good like Opportunity. Uh, like they had they are. Yeah, opportunity. They had the blueprint for it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you, ugh. like there was there was just something missing where it's like I didn't never felt like the danger, mm. right? And then just like in coming in the original coming to America, mm-hmm. I felt like, like man, he's really gonna Prince Akeem is really gonna give it up for this one chick,
1: oh right? yeah, yeah, or
0: like, and you're and James Earl Jones obviously plays it really well where he's all like, mm-hmm. this is enough, blah, blah, blah. like he he has a deep voice, he yeah. has that commanding like power mm-hmm. and uh it's kind of missing here there's no like like real like threat like like it would have been cool like well not cool <laughs> it would have been really a really good moment if they showed like king I- general easy i think that's his name mm-hmm. wesley Sims character mm-hmm. like killing somebody or like raiding the 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 palace which he kind of does mm-hmm. and they toss it off as like a like a l- nice, cute little fight scene with the daughters, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "Okay, that's cool." Um, but it would have been better if it happened like in the middle of the movie, and like he actually like harmed one of his daughters or something like that. And he made it, he made it real. Mm-hmm. Like, he would have made it real for Prince Akeem. I
1: mean, who wasn't even there?
0: Yeah, who wasn't even there? And then, and then that would have been perfect because it would be like, I need to be in Zamunda. Like, I can't be away from my like mm-hmm. from my country. Like, I that's why I. I that's why it was a good situation where like I got married to someone who actually wanted to be here. Right. And I need someone here. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was just there it was just missing those beats where it's like made it more like made the resolution even more um I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I feel
1: I, I get it. I I feel like I know where you're going and I think my opinion on the matter is like they were afraid and they were they were fearful of making the movie that I think both me and you kind of wanted of having not necessarily more stakes, but like having that conflict within him. Because I think that conflict of being Zamunda and being a father and being a husband is extremely important, especially mm-hmm. to this character, because you see that in the first movie and we don't really get that much of it. Mm-hmm. You you get little bits and pieces of it, but we don't see it come to fruition of him having to choose and or just having to bring them together to understand that being a leader of both your family and in your, your country is important. Mm. And he kind of just tosses it aside. And even at the end, he kind of just gives it to his daughter and be like, you're going to be the next yeah. leader. And it's kind of like, OK, well, you could have made it more more staky in the sense of like, oh, you know, something. I don't I don't know if I agree totally of like, oh, something has to happen to, to his family. But like, yeah, no, I, I maybe made, like a, yeah, like there's a threat. And they kind of try to do that with, like, oh, if you don't do this, I'm going to assassinate you. But it's a joke. It's not a real threat. And it's not something that really hovers over him.
0: Or if he, like, went in there and then told his staff, like, like made a very convincing speech. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not a writer for this movie. But, like, Mm -hmm. made a convincing speech. And then he loses his staff. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm losing my people. Like... Because I'm, you know, whatever, like,
1: and they try to do that with like Trevor Noah talking on the on the TV of like saying like the country's upset, and then the barbers being like yo, like being like, you know, the country Mm -hmm. remembers he doesn't. Yeah, if there was more of that conflict of where like the barbers like showing him like showing the sun like Zamunda as it really is and away from the palace and how the people actually care but are upset it would have made it a much more interesting story, a lot like how the first one was.
0: Exactly, yeah. And then it, it was just missing that... I wasn't trying to say, like, oh, I wanted to see that. Like no, no, no I, I get you. It, it, I needed to see a conflict sort of like that where, like, he felt threatened or, like, there was, like, an actual threat that seems plausible. Like, each one... Like, in the first one, that threat, the threat of him losing his kingdom is totally plausible. It's happening right now mm-hmm. with Prince... Uh, whatever his name is. Prince Charles... Yeah. oh yeah yeah. Prince Charles he left his kingdom mm-hmm. for someone he loves mm-hmm. and that, that's a real that's we now know that's a real thing yeah and then in, in this movie it's more like like oh don't worry sexual chocolate comes out at the end
1: yeah and it's like I, I, I was like we're dancing
0: we're, we're all <laughs> rapping and stuff but like it's all good I watched the
1: movie with <laughs> Selena and, and Selena loves Coming to America she loves the first, the first movie yeah she like really loves it and she she was all like she said what I like about the m- – the reason I like the second movie, she said, is like she she says they knew that nobody was asking for it, like are clamoring for it. Yeah. But they gave you what you wanted from it. Like you wanted a little bit more of those like funny things yeah. from the first movie. But they didn't try to expound on it. And I think that's extremely important. Yeah. If you're going to make a sequel to a movie, especially like with how – at least in my point of view, of how, like, realistic the movie was, the first movie was, and, yeah. like, showing you, like, to an extent satiricalness of how life is in America, then poke fun at that in Zamunda and poke fun at the fact that, like, these characters didn't grow and they regressed. Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. And
1: they didn't really do that. It was very light and, like, mm-hmm. kind of just like, hey, it's funny. Mm. And and maybe, like, maybe that's just a different taste. But it's just, it's to me, it's strange because the first if you're re- if you're making a second movie to something that was so beloved f- because of its comedy because of its writing because of the storytelling why does it feel like you made a different movie like the heart and soul of that movie is slightly different yeah and it and and that's okay like i i didn't write the movies yeah <laughs> like eddie murphy wrote them so if he feels like that's at the point of his life where he's at and he thinks that this is a story he wanted to tell then fine yeah. good for him <laughs> did he write the second one
0: uh no, I don't think he wrote the first one either.
1: Yeah, he did. He did? Yeah, he's, he's sole writer credit on, on Coming to America.
0: No way. Yeah,
1: that's one of the things about the whole, uh, the whole lawsuit that happened.
0: No, there's a couple of writers. On the second one? There's like, based on characters by Eddie Murphy and then like uh, six different writers.
1: So maybe that's the reason. It's just kind of like people wanting to tell different stories. And that's why we have like, because that's one of my also my qualms with the movie is like, it doesn't feel like there is a main character. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if the main character is Akeem or if it's his son. Or if it's the daughter. Or if it's the daughter. Because like I'm like, I feel like the story would have been interesting if we had more of the daughter. Yeah. And like we didn't get enough of that. And then his son was kind of just whatevers. Like I, I found myself bored with him and not caring because he kind of was just like, he wasn't trying in the beginning and then he kind of tried and then he kind of walked it all away. And I'm like, this feels like you're kind of just you're just going through the motions of, like, yeah. oh, these are the beats we hit in the first movie. Let's hit them again.
0: You have... Yeah, there is a very good opportunity where he's, a, like... He's, like, I've been looked down my whole life or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, Like, Like, build on that. that like, go with that. Like, prove, like I'm here to prove people wrong, blah, blah, blah. Or, or even, like, he hears his dad talking smack. Uh-huh. Like will confront him. Like I would have liked to see him confront him. Like mm-hmm. you know, and like not run away like my dad did. Yeah. But like
1: I, and I, I don't I, know. Also, I don't even think his dad ran away. He yeah. just wanted to go live his life and find somebody he cared about. Yeah. He didn't run away. Like he he went towards the thing he wanted. Yeah. And in this movie, I don't feel like he went towards the thing he wanted. I guess he did, but I feel like he was also just. It was more about like I don't like this place I'm living in. They yeah. don't want me to be me and left. And it. Like you said, it's not something they they talked about enough to make me think that that was the idea of what they were trying to go for.
0: Yeah, I think they. Like I said, if I had to eliminate one thing in this whole movie, mm-hmm. it would be the dancing sequences. Yeah, like maybe keep one. Mm-hmm. Like that's fine. Yeah. Keep one dancing because they the did have the big one.
1: The big one in the beginning with like when when they introduce the daughter, keep that because that was dope.
0: Yeah. Oh right, I forgot about that. Yeah, keep that like just kind of how they did in the first one. Like they keep that, yeah. that Keep that beat. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But then like use the, whatever else you have to like build on it. Like I don't need a big introduction to for the generals like army. Yeah, I like I'm like, like I really could. Uh, it's like when they did like what they did in the Harry Potter movie when they're uh, like, they're <laughs> like doo, doo, yeah. Doo. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I'm like you could have cut that and like, <laughs> but, let, but let's
1: not cut that because that's a pretty dope scene. i To be <laughs> honest, I really like that scene. It.
0: Okay, but, it re- but
1: granted, in that scene, did they do it once? They did it once. They didn't keep rehashing it,
0: right? And then also, that scene is in there because it 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 cuts a lot of the story out. Like, like this is who drum. I don't have to explain who Drumstring is. You know, who the, Whatever. <laughs> 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 oh, here come the letters. No, <laughs> here
1: come the letters.
0: <laughs> drum, Drumstring, Derm, Dermstrang. They do that because they're. That they're the tough guys, and yeah. you and you can tell that by the dance, like they, it's completely different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're not even in kind of like a uniform, they're almost like in a military type, you know, right? Uh, and then, uh, which is a uniform, sorry, <laughs> 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 but and then you see the oh, yeah, man,
1: I do the, know fr- the he, French school, yeah, Fleur de la Course School. I can't think of her name, I can't think oh of Oh my god,
0: yeah, anyways, her school, you see her school. Oh man, some people are. It's Sorry, George, we're going to get a lot of layers on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, you see their school and they're kind of just flowery and, and it explains their character. Boom. You did that. You cut a bunch of like dialogue and a comp- uh, whole bunch of story, but you were able to, you know, eliminate at least 20 minutes of film or, or story that out of your film. Like you cut, Damn it! whatever,
1: uh, <laughs> we used to be good at this.
0: <laughs> I know. Um, so you, you cut a lot of story in this. I don't, I don't know who this lady is. It's still like, I, I general, is he, I think maybe he's serious, he's from next Doria, he's from next Doria, which I love. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess he's like silly, but he's also very serious, I guess, I because like, of his dance numbers. And then there's the freaking. um, the daughter and she has this whole big number i'm like okay so i guess she's glamorous I, I guess that's what i'm getting from her and then i'm thinking oh she's probably like very like uptight or like super mean sometimes she was
1: gonna like eat that dude alive and, yeah like, try to kill him
0: like yeah and or then
1: she just turns out to be like the, the same the same thing of like oh i'll do whatever you like
0: yeah and i was like oh like maybe that's why they did it so to like build it up and then just to let you down just like how he felt like oh like Mm. oh maybe like what do you like and then like no "No, there's a so maybe they did that that's why Mm -hmm. but i'm like you don't really need a dance number for that like you could you could have done that with an intense look or like or like
1: (laughs) an intense look
0: (laughs) yeah you know she goes up to him like like, flicks his chin or something um little things like that like uh, I'm like, oh, you could have eliminated these dance moves. Like the, I think each one takes about one or two minutes, maybe mm-hmm. three minutes, the mm-hmm. really long ones. And I'm like, you could have cut those and then built the like had these little dialogue moments because you get those in the first one where like uh, Prince Akeem sits down with the girl in the first one, and uh, inside of the McDonald's, he's like, "What do mm. you want to do? Oh, I was like, yeah. what do you? What's your goals and stuff like that?" And that's for him that clicked. It's like. Wow, someone actually wants to hear what I want or like, you know, if I what have I any like goals. Because yeah. for, for his whole life, it's been like, "Oh, be the king." So it's it's just those things where it's like these dialogue moments. Yes, they're kind of boring sometimes when you're younger, but when you get older and you're watching the movie, like, like you kind of like, okay, like you
1: understand where the characters coming from because you you are that age.
0: Yeah, and even as a kid, you kind of like, it's like, oh, okay, so he like this girl's different from the other girl cause she's actually talking to him mm-hmm. like this it, that was so it's just, just such a simple thing just like that like two three minutes of dialogue yeah like you see and then you also get to see the comparison between prince Hakim and the jerry curl dude where he's all like oh yeah where he's like talking smack i was like yeah he's like oh uh I can't get them for free? Like, oh, come on, dude. Where like, he's like asking for fries or something yeah. like that for free fries. I'm like, dude, you're such a cheapskate. Like,
1: I don't know, man. It's, I, it is a little bit disappointing that the movie didn't kind of have the same, the same kind of emotional feel that the first one did. Cause I really, really enjoyed. I watched them on the same day. I, and I really enjoyed the first one. And I think this whole like running time situation of editing that you're telling me, like the first movie was an hour 57 and I think it was a well done hour 57. Could things have been cut? Sure. There's always things that can be cut.
0: Oh, you, are you talking about the first one or the second one?
1: The first one. The first oh. one was an hour 57.
0: Oh, I, f- I feel like there's barely anything you can cut in that right, one.
1: Right. Like, there's moments that you could cut that aren't necessary, but they work. And I think they still deserve to be on this. Yeah. On the, on I was talking about cut. the second one. You no, know no, I understand. Cut, okay. But well, that's what I'm saying. Like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think the first hour fifty seven is great. The second movie is an hour fifty, and I agree with you. I think there's a lot of moments that could be cut, and it will still be a great. Like it would have been yeah. just as good of a movie. Like there's a lot of things that I think would have been taken out, and I would have been like, "It's great, same kind of movie. I don't yeah. miss anything." It's kind of disappointing in that sense. Like it, those beats, you know. You brought up the point about how they have that conversation in in the McDowells, and they have this conversation in. In the McDowells again, between the father and Akeem. Yeah. And it's good. And yeah, I think that, that one's good, yeah. And that that needed to be more in the movie. Yeah. And maybe that's just because I'm older, I guess, and I want to hear these kinds of ideas of what mm. we should be striving for and like this idealism that we should have. And but like maybe that's the kind of sense of how like some movies just aren't made for me. Like Tyler Perry movies aren't made for me. I don't like them, I don't enjoy them, they're not made for me. Yeah.
0: And also it was kind of funny. Cause he was like comparing his situation to him being sued by McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's, I was like, it's funny, and yeah. at the same time, like I, you know, you get the the character sees it as a resolution. He's like, he, he's taking it ser- like it's funny to us, but the characters are taking it seriously, and then that's what makes it funny, and also it makes it like it progresses the story so much more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that that scene was like, I was like, I wish I had more of that. And then I don't know, like it's it was fun to see Babar grow up.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no joke, when Babar came out, I was super stoked. I was so happy because yeah. I loved it when he came up and he was like, "Hey, Babar!" Hey, Babar. Yeah, and I was like, that's a C J. motherfucking element. I <laughs> I could tell the difference. And then I see CG adult Babar like hey, Babar, you <laughs>
0: super happy. I love Babar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we've talked about the movie quite a bit. Uh, here's the thing that I wanted to mention. Um, go for it. Samuel L. Jackson comes out in this movie, in the first movie. Uh Uh-huh. Can you guess what number film this was for him?
0: (sighs) What number film? Like, how many has he come out before and after?
1: No, no, How many number, what, this was his what acting job? Third. It was his 11th. Damn it. I was like, wow, really? He came out in 11 movies before he came out on Coming to America. He had a lot of cameos. Yeah. And then, okay, someone in the first movie. Mm Mm-hmm has their cinematic debut. Do you know who it is? Louis Anderson. Mm, maybe possibly I don't know about that one. That wasn't <laughs> the one I was thinking about. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll put it this way. Louis Anderson has a role. Yeah. This guy has a scene at best. Um so it's his debut? Yes. And cinematic debut comes out for like 2 minutes at most, maybe a minute in the, the first movie. The
0: other barbershop dude. Nah the the young, the shorter one. No, nah. okay. Uh I me just tell you. Is it the is it the fat dude? The the nah. like no. Okay. Wait, hold on. I <laughs> might get it. <sighs> I don't think it's the Jerry Curl dude, is it? No, nah, it's not. Okay, who is it? Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, damn it. Yes, I know. <laughs> I remember <laughs> when I first watched it, I was like and my mom was like, "You, that's Cuba Gooden Jr. I'm like, who the hell is that? It's like, he, he comes out in the that Navy movie. Yeah, Men of Honor. <sighs> and I'm like. The movie's dope, by the way. I was like, I've never seen it in my life. Have I'm you watched se- it now? I'm like, I'm seven. <laughs> <laughs> At seven,
1: you didn't watch Men of Honor? What's wrong with you, Joey? Nah, dude. <laughs> Have
0: you uh, watched it now? Honestly. Uh, I think honestly, that might
1: be my favorite Cuba movie.
0: I don't know if I've watched it. Like oh, it's like, it's one of those One of those movies Like with you It's like I don't know if I watched it And then you're yeah, watching actually, I, I've, seen I've seen the, seen the whole thing I've seen <laughs> the whole thing Like uh, Cause I remember I remember the, I distinctly remember When he's putting on the suit Oh yeah So yeah. I'm like And he's kind of like Afraid or something huh. And I remember that scene like, and then very vaguely. And Such then I'm like, did I watch that whole movie. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's like in the middle of the movie. <laughs> yeah, <it> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I've watched the whole thing. I'm like, I really can't remember anything before or mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. But I, it's very weird that I would just watch the middle of the movie. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know.
1: It's possible you did. But like, honestly, the movie's really great. You should watch Men of Honor. It's an amazing movie.
0: Damn, Kubrick Jr. Yeah, he's sitting on the chair. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a scene that they cut out of that movie. Oh, is there? I have the DVD. I had the DVD. Oh,
1: I didn't know that. That's cool.
0: Uh, yeah. They he he says like, oh, I don't have enough money. Uh, <laughs> to pay. and then he he shaves <laughs> a fucking uh, bald spot on him. That's pretty funny. And they cut it out. Oh, and it man. Coo- coo- like, really? Like, I have a bald spot, spot for over- no-
1: <laughs> for this movie, and <laughs> yeah. they cut it out. Yeah. That sucks. But it would have been funny. If they left it in. I think that would have yeah. been one of the things. Okay, so there's another thing here. Um, do you know? I don't know if I can ask this as a question. Cause it's obvious. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. Um, I can't think of James Earl Jones. Okay. And his wife, the Queen. Uh huh. They did such a good job being being royalty that that's why Disney chose them to be. Uh, yeah,
0: Mufasa and uh, yeah.
1: And what's her name?
0: Uh, so, uh, uh I need uh, Sir Rap- uh, Sir Robbie. Sir Robbie. Sir, I had to do the voice to remember. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I thought that was Surabbing. insane. I was like, holy crap, dude, are you telling yeah. me that they got the roles because of that? Mm-hmm. That is incredible. And obviously, like, freaking James Earl Jones is fucking fantastic. But that's so funny to me and so silly to think that because of coming to America, we got James Earl Jones and freaking, uh, damn, I'm, I'm going to look up her name right now because I, I refuse to. Not Something's say. in Claire. Oh, is it?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't have Wi Fi right now, so I know I remembered it. <laughs> There but, you go! Fucking finally. Oh, sorry, <laughs>
1: uh, but I just thought that was awesome. It was so. Robbie's name is no. Nah, you were wrong. It was Alfred Woodard. Oh Sinclair damn! Sinclair is. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Sheila Sinclair is uh, Keem's wife. Oh, but right. yeah, you're I right. don't know. That's kind of a little crazy thing that, like, because of this movie, these other movies occurred and mm-hmm. got these roles. Also, there's a little tiny joke in the first Coming to America, uh-huh. where James Earl Jones says. Um, what does he say? He says something along the lines of, uh, I will find him in myself. And it's a direct callback to the line that he delivers in uh, Star Wars yeah. as Darth Vader. And I was like, oh, snap.
0: I'll find him myself.
1: And I was it, like, that was great. That was good.
0: Okay. Oh. I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? So you know two of the movies. But how many movies did Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy do together?
1: Oh, I have no freaking clue.
0: Like they're on screen.
1: On screen, yeah. Uh, so there's two of them. One, three, four. I'm gonna go five. No, is it less? Four. Damn, I was gonna go four.
0: It was Norm. Oh, oh wait, damn Norm. Jesus. Never mind. Man, I did this wrong, dude. I just I I'm double checking my yeah. my notes. <laughs> but it's still I'm still correct. I thought I I looked it up and they said it was four, and then I looked up which like let me see which movies he could have been in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's actually. Uh, Harlem Nights and then, um, oh, okay, and Black Dynamite.
1: Oh, Black Dynamite,
0: but he's in uh, apparently he's in something called Norm, but I think that's a t- it. Well, it says TV show, and I thought it was in Norbit. I think oh, Norbit. Norbit. that was the name. I confused those two weird as hell.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. I think overall, is, okay, is coming to America worth watching? Coming, is coming to, to America, too, wa- yeah. worth watching. If you really love the first one, you should watch it because mm-hmm. I think you'll enjoy it. If you kind of like the first one, you don't have to watch it. Yeah. And it's free on Prime, so if you have Prime Video, yeah, you should watch it.
0: Yeah. If you have Prime, go ahead and watch it. It's like it's really like 2 hours. Honestly, it went by really quick for me.
1: It did. It felt pretty like fast. it went
0: like I was like, "Oh, it's over already?" Like I would literally like I I don't know. It's a it's not necessarily a movie actually you know what it's a movie you can have in the background for sure like, oh yeah like yeah. If, if it's you can look over it every now and then and be like huh that's funny and then go back to whatever <laughs> you were doing <laughs> but like it, it's one of those movies it's like oh it's it's a good movie but it's not like the first one where it's like oh you have to watch this movie this yeah. is actually pretty good mm-hmm. um, I give Coming to America the first one uh, I don't know 6 no 7.2 maybe 7.3 mm-hmm. Really? I, I think for a I, comedy
1: I give it like a, Probably a, a good 8 Good 8 Yeah like it, It's good I think it might be A little bit long um, But I, overall I think The movie is very 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 watchable In yeah. our uh, Today
0: Yeah It's very watchable it's, It holds up But there's some stuff Where like There were some jokes Where I'm like eh, That wasn't as funny As well, I thought I mean, it was. You
1: watched it more times
0: That's true I, for mm. As a person who
1: watched it For the first time The jokes are really funny and we have a lot of the sense, same sense of humor. So
0: damn, you're right about that. Hmm. Oh well, sorry coming to America. Anyways, coming to America, the the second one, number two. I uh, I give that one like a five.
1: I mean, I give maybe it like,
0: maybe a five point
1: three. I, I I honestly be I'll say a seven just because like it's it's good. It's just, it's just not great. It's not yeah. It's not that important to watch. By the way, the line that was delivered because I know somebody who wha- listened. <laughs> I know somebody is going to be yelling about the whole Star Wars reference, and the line is, Do not alert him to my presence. I shall deal with him myself. Oh. And that's the the Um, line he delivers, which is a reference. (laughs) But... That's what it was. Uh, So that, I think, does it for talking about Coming to America. If you have any opinions, come on to the Instagram page. Leave us a comment. Send us a message. Let us know if we're wrong and how how much you laughed and loved the movie. Yeah. Tell us what cameos you thought were great and you loved the most because there's so many of them in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I think next week, I haven't brought up to Joey, but I think he'll probably agree right now, is I kind of want to watch Justice League and Justice League Snyder Cut. We don't have to rewatch the Justice League movie, but uh-huh. just watch the Justice League Snyder cut so we can talk about the differences in the oh, movie. Oh, I thought that
0: was a special guest episode.
1: No, no, that, we'll do that one afterwards. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll have that special guest. Justice
0: moment. League sounds cool, man. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I recently watched it. Oh, did you really? Yeah, like, a f- I think in the middle of the pandemic.
1: Oh, did you? Okay. I still haven't watched it again. I think I've only watched it twice. Uh, both in the movie theaters, maybe? Oh. Uh, maybe once in the movie theater, and I, once at home.
0: Yeah, dude, I don't remember, but I remember watching it and I'm like, that's okay. I I was on one day where I watched all comic book movies.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Well, not all, but like all the team up ones.
1: I mean, here's hoping that Snyder cut is is as good as every every star in that movie has said it has been. So,
0: and then hopefully by next week we'll have like the Oscar nominations, so we can talk about those. Yeah, it's uh, it's in April, so. mm.
1: I mean, one would hope. I mean, this was it. BAFTA already did their nominations and everything. I don't think uh, the Guild has done theirs yet. The SAG. Yeah,
0: SAG is usually first, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, because Baftas already came out. Ooh, I know No Man Land is leading.
0: And, and sorry, uh, pff, uh, movie news real quick. Sorry, before we end, uh, South by Southwest has tickets for online uh, viewing. Oh, should I? I've really? always yeah, I've always wanted to go to South by Southwest. I knew about it back in uh, the early, like early two thousands. It's one of those festivals. i am always going w- fast people are yeah.
1: still gonna listen. It's not like we're running out of tape or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, before we <laughs> cut to the more show, no, but it's a uh, I'm trying to remember the, all the information. And so pretty much it's like 300 bucks, I think. Oh, snap. Yeah, but you get a whole bunch of movies. And I, f- I personally feel like South by Southwest is one of those underrated uh, movie festivals that like it's not Cane's, it's not uh, Sundance, and it's not uh, – is it did I say it wrong? C- I think it's Cans. Cans? I, I've always heard of Cans, but who knows? Canes, cans, Cans. Uh, well, I can stop. Talking about uh, South by Southwest. <laughs> South by Southwest. Uh, it's a music festival, it's a comedy festival, and it's a movie festival, and it has a whole lot. I think it started in Austin, Texas. Uh, it is it's, in yeah, Austin, Texas. It is. I knew about it before. I only knew about it because of Jack White when he premiered his uh, album label, Third Man Third Man Records. Mm. And it was at South by Southwest. It was, it's really good. Um,
1: Honestly, if you want to watch movies that... Are going to be nominated next year. South by Southwest will give you a lot of those movies. So many yeah. good movies, man. So many. And so,
0: I'm hoping uh, last night in Soho comes out in there. But uh, I'll, I'm hoping to maybe get it, snag some tickets and maybe watch a couple of those. But I don't know. Three hundred bucks is a lot. So
1: it's a lot of movie. It's a lot of money. But it depends on how much content you're getting. As long as I get to watch them on my own time, and I don't have to be like, oh, the movie started two. No, beginning. you
0: got to watch it like a certain time.
1: Oh, that would suck. Then I don't want to do that. <laughs> That lame, that's lame. But that's the
0: whole part of the festival. You no, I get, get it. F- I understand.
1: But, like, you, you know, have right, to if I'm choose. Home, let me fucking watch But they something. give
0: you, like, a whole library list of movies that you can watch.
1: Right. I just want to be able to watch them when I want to watch them, you know? Mm. And, I mean, it's totally fine if it's, like, that weekend you have access to these movies. Oh, okay. But, like, if I have to be like, oh, this movie starts at 12, mm-hmm. and then this next movie starts at 2, so you have to watch them like that. I'm like, oh, man, come on. Just let me watch which yeah. movie I want to watch. Well,.
0: Write them a letter, man.
1: I mean, I'll try but I don't uh, think they're going to give a shit. I'll be like, people <laughs> on the podcast just go one and a half. Have-
0: <laughs> like, whoa, 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 don't don't put my name on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, go watch some movies. Especially just Lee.